0: Bit ...at the captain. That's why it's always sung only at the end of a voyage and not during, and only if the captain is a decent cove, which Captain Pagels, praise be, is. The
1: grub was bad and the wages low... Leave her, Jackie, leave her. But now, once more, ashore you'll go. It's time for you
0: to leave her. Oh, and I am ready to leave her. Count on that. True, the wages were indeed low. But the Maggie Todd got me from Gibraltar to air, and for that I thank her. She did take her time getting air. "'sailin' first to Savannah to drop off her cargo of Spanish cloth, "'then down to Jamaica to pick up kegs of molasses. "'And oh, those barrels were heavy, "'and I was not spared in the loading of them. Now I was not.'
1: "'The winds were foul, all work and no play.' Leave her, Jackie, leave her, from the Liverpool docks up to Boston Bay, it's time for
0: you to leave her. And then, back up to Charleston to deliver and to take on mail, and then on to New York. Finally, here to Boston. Dear old Beantown, oh yes! We'll make her fast and stow our
1: gear. Leave her, Jackie, leave her. The girls are a-waitin' on the pier, and it's time for you to leave her.
0: Hmm. There is a girl a-waitin', but she ain't on the pier, and she ain't up here in the foretop neither. Oh, no. She's right down below on the deck, and I know her eyes are filling with tears. This was the way of it. I had shipped on this bark at Gibraltar in my sailor-boy disguise, something I have done before and generally gotten away with. I figured things would go easier on me that way, and too, I would be paid seaman's wages, which was good since I was dead broke. If I had announced I was a ghoul, they would not have taken me on as a member of the crew, and with no money to pay my fare, I'd still be standing on that dock in southern Spain. The trip over was a good one, all us coves sitting around the pot-bellied stove, swapping tales and singing songs, all cosy in this winter crossing, when we weren't up on deck freezing our toes off, that is. The crew was mostly older men, middle-aged and well-seasoned sailors, and then me in my seaman's togs. There was, however, a complication. Captain Pagels had his wife and daughter along, and therein lay the problem. For the daughter, Griselda, took an immediate shine to young Jack the sailor. Why did she like me? I don't know. But then why shouldn't she? She was at the starry-eyed stage of her life when all was potential, shiny and new, and nothing was old and dull. So she did not necessarily dream of the heavily whiskered men of her father's crews. And here's Danny-cheeked Jack the Sailor, no fret at all to her maidenly virtue, a virtue I sensed early on she was right willing to give up to young Jack. Down in the forecastle, we had many a fine story and song. I got not a few ribald jibes concerning the captain's lovely daughter, but I bore up under it, blushing and looking away. So I very carefully gave her a shipboard romance, since there seemed no way to avoid it. And it was a very innocent romance, you may be sure. She was but fifteen and quite pretty, and I gotta say, for a kid, she was quite amorous. So, what was the arm in that? None, as I see it. She'll always remember this cruise most fondly, as memories seem to glow more golden as the years pass. Ah, yes, but what of the parting that must now come, and what to do about a young girl's tears? This morning, before we entered the harbour, she came to me by the base of the third mast, well out of sight of her father, who stood on his quarter-deck, preparing to con his ship down the channel.